Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Saturday morning. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman producing the Outdoor Show this morning. This is Jace. Our sponsors for today's show, Mainstream Marketing, Boyd's One Stop, and the Belleville Meat Market. All right, looking at weather right now, 65 down on the island in Galveston. And uh, a little gusty this morning, but uh, sunny skies today. Gusty winds, they'll be diminishing during the afternoon with a high around 75. Those winds should be east at 20 to 30. Right now there's a lot of north in the wind, but it'll swing around and gust out of the east and then start to lay later this afternoon. Tonight, partly cloudy skies, low near 70. East winds 10 to 20. And then for tomorrow, becoming windy with showers in the afternoon. That rain chance is already coming back. Goodness. High of 73. East-northeast winds 20 to 30 with a rain chance of 40% tomorrow. So it's uh, looks like we'll start the week out with a little bit of rain again. But tides for today, these are Galveston Channel Tide predictions. We have uh, one tide today. We have a high at 8.16 a.m. It's a 1.8. That's coming off a negative 0.2 last night just before midnight. Our moon phase is 2%. Looking at wind direction right now, it's uh, kind of, looks like it's kind of north to northeast. Uh, Eagle Point, it's 18. There at the uh, causeway, it's 23. North Jetty, 22. And up in the top end of the complex, up by Morgan's Point, it's 11 out of the north northeast so clear lake about 23 degrees over that way too so it's uh, a little windy this morning but uh, not much lay down it looks like it's going to swing around and go east that's what they're calling for anyway they kind of missed that forecast a little bit yesterday the people that got out to fish uh, did pretty good behind all that weather they went anyway and uh, when it cleaned out and uh, caught some nice fish so it, uh, just watch the wind, play the game, I guess so. All right. Well, let's uh, run over to Sabine Lake. Let's get started out with uh, Captain Bill Watkins, see what he's up to this morning. Bill, good morning. How are you, man? Doing all right, buddy. How about yourself? Oh, I'm here, bud. I'm here. 
<laughs> you hanging? I'm hanging. No, I'll tell I'm you hanging. what. You're right about missing that weather yesterday. The only thing they got right was that it was going to come storm. Yeah. And after that, <laughs> it was nothing right. I mean, that that was some of the craziest crap I've ever seen. And it just got completely flat after that southeast wind blew out. It just got beautiful. It took, took a couple more hours for the wind to blow down. Right. But it was out of the right direction. You know, southeast is always good. Right. Even if it's, even if it's 30 or 40. <laughs> but, hey, man, you know, we caught fish and had a good time. So you did go out behind out. that weather then. That's good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a blue line right behind it where it was just pretty and sunny, and and we never got another drop of rain all day. Great. But then, you know, I, I'm going this morning, and I, I told my guys, I said, what do you think about the wind direction? I said, I have no idea. They're, they've changed it. They changed it three times yesterday on the wind predictions. Yes. And I just finally said, just show up at the ramp, and we'll see what we want to do. I mean, sometimes that's just what you have to do. You can't you can't predict it. So, you know, now you're telling me it's 20 to 30 today. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was, I don't uh, know what I'm going to do with that. It was gusting pretty good there on T-Bay when I left the house this morning. Had a lot of north in it. Yeah, and they said it was going to be east. Noah said it would be east. Well, we were supposed to pull those hard north winds yesterday. Yeah. Know, those storms. It didn't happen. In the east today, so we're going to start out with north and finish up with east, it looks like. Good grief. Who knows? Anyway. Oh, well. I mean, it's uh, hey. fake news, fake weather. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is I'm going to go down there and look at it. That's all you can do, man. That's Get it, up and stick it. your head out the door, show up at the ramp, and make a call. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, heck, I'm booked every day for about three more days. And I've already, already been out twice and managed to dodge storms both days. Yeah. Getting it right. Living right, buddy. Living right. <laughs> I don't know, friend. I'll tell you, uh, this has been one crazy spring. It and has. Winter just won't let go. We said the same but, thing last year. <laughs> yeah, we did, didn't we? And we <laughs> we said it would probably uh, calm down about June 12th or June 15th. That's, yeah, that's, that's always a pretty good guess, right. you know. Mm-hmm. About the time it gets really hot. And miserable. Yeah. That's when it calms down. When you'd like to have a little and, wind. I'll tell you what, our uh, our tide runners have not shown up yet. No, nah, it's it's still a little early. Usually, you know, for us, it's usually mid-May. You know, so well, early year would be first week of May, but, uh, you know, we'll see. Sometimes we get them uh, mid to late April. Uh, you know, there's a few uh, trickling in, you know, at San Luis Pass. You know, down there in the okay. Tri-Bay area, there's a few trickling in through the pass down there. But uh, 
We shall see. I'd like to see one of those oh. years when those giant tide runners pull in. If there's oh, any golly, left. Oh, yeah. Well, I remember one year they, uh, I mean, it's like we had a reinforcement of them for Fourth of July weekend, and they were all big. Man, Hannah's Reef. I'm trying to remember what year that was. I mean, it was, I started out up my way on the ship channel because they were coming all the way up, and uh, I don't know, we started off with about 20, 22 fish somewhere in there. It wasn't great. Well, that was good for nowadays, but back then I said, man, it's kind of slow. Let's run over to East Bay. It was calm. I took off. I got to Hannah's Reef. There had to be 80 boats on it. I mean, it looked like <laughs> a flotel out there, and I said, man, let's go out here off the old oyster platform and get where this mixed and mud shell is, see if we can find any slicks. And about three slicks came up. I spooked them up. We slid in there and put the hook over, and it was five to sevens like nobody's business. I mean, and I got oh, to looking yeah. around at all the other boats on the reef, and they were doing the same thing. It's crazy. <clears throat> Boy, that was a push of fish. Yeah. Was... And, then, and you know, it was salty. There was no – you couldn't uh, – Credit it to a freshwater stack up. It was just a big influx that came in through the jetties. Now, the jetties had been hot all year. They just kept a couple. That's just, um, that's how that was back then. Yeah. It, that was an incredible thing. Now, right now, we have to back scratch to catch 20 to 30, you know. I had a real good day Wednesday. Right. And then uh, yesterday, after that storm blew through, it uh, we found that the fish had mostly been pushed off the bank. And the tide was doing this weird seesawing thing. It'd come in a while, and it'd go out a while. <laughs> I mean, you go run from one bow to another, and the tide would be coming in, and uh, you'd go to the other one, it'd be going out. Or you'd go and there'd be no current. And finally, toward about, no, two o'clock in the afternoon, it started coming in and was steady. So the tide chart was almost irrelevant mm -hmm. yesterday. And I'm like, what is this? Normally it'll be right. Uh, no. So I don't know what factors were at play, but... Uh, well, you couldn't call it wind-driven <laughs> current because there wasn't any wind. No. No, at that point there wasn't any. And uh, it just it was just an odd deal. We missed a lot of fish. Um, we had... Uh, we'd, we'd hook them up and they'd get off halfway to the boat. Even the small ones would get off. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, you were telling me that the other day, how how weird the bite was like that. It was like that again. Huh. And I don't know what the deal is. Well, you got one tide to Maybe. play with today. It's all high, right? Yeah, you got a high at, at uh, 8.16 a.m., which will put it about uh, probably... 7.30-ish over your way. Mm-hmm. Then it'll be standing high all day long. Well, as, as long as it keeps moving, 
I can cope with that. But um, if it sits still, I might have a little difficulty. And I figure it probably will part of the day. But anyway, uh, our water's pretty high over here. It's yeah, up in we've, the grass. we've been getting some good bull tides up in the grass. And, I, you know, it seems like they're... You know, that for this this year, even in the winter, our high tides were kind of a little above normal to what we're used to, you know? seemed like we've been getting a little more water than, than normal. It may just yeah. be me. I don't go every day like well, y'all do anymore, so it's hard for me to stay on top of it. But I live there where, I, you know, I see all the tidal ditches and everything else, all the drains, and, boy, they bull up, have been all year. Well, we've got quite a bit of water coming down the Sabine and the Natchez. Do you? Um, yeah. Up at Evadale, the Natchez is pretty out of its banks. Mm -hmm. um, and then, of course, you got the saltwater barrier there just above Beaumont. And that slows it down some. But I'm I'm thinking they're probably letting that through right now. Oh, so y'all do have a saltwater barrier over there like we do you know, up in the top end of my bay then, huh? In the marsh. Yeah, we have a saltwater barrier on the Natchez. Now, there's okay. not one on the Sabine. Right. And it's just, uh, but it has a choke point at Highway 12 and NI-10. Mm -hmm. You know, it can't run out through the bottom. It's got to go through the river, mostly. It can get around a little bit, but it slows it down. The Highway 12 is a big dump. It's almost right. like a dam. And that slows it down, and then I ten of course slows it down some more, and uh, so that water it can be up pretty high on the Sabine at uh, <clears throat> at uh, uh, where is that tide gauge at Dewayville, and uh, it'll slowly come work its way down, so it doesn't change the water color too much. Right. But the Natchez is a dirty river. It's got lots of lots of silt in it. But I noticed the other day when I drove over up above my house, it was uh, fairly stained clear, kind of. So yeah. uh, they must be letting some water out of Rayburn. The Natchez itself is dirty, but the Angelina's a, a clean river. Yeah, Angelina so, always has been. It's like our Brazos River over here. It's, it's a, man, it's that old clay mud, dirty orange looking river <laughs> when it's running it gets ugly it looks like coffee with cream in it yeah let me knock this break out bill i'll be right back buddy hang on a second all right all right you're listening to the outdoor show here at sports radio 610 we'll take a quick break we'll be right back you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe visit hyundaiusa.com for more details hyundai there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sports Radio 610 presents. 
presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Yeah, that's my old girlfriend. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, it's 417 here in the Bayou City. Let's go back to Captain Bill Watkins. All right, Bill, we are back, my friend. All right. Where were we anyway? Um, <laughs> we were talking about rivers and the ugliness, some of them. You know, just some rivers are muddier, you know, siltier and muddier than others. And, and That's right. I remember now, buddy. I'm, yeah. I'm back with you. Well, it yeah. is early. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, weather, man. I'm fighting a sore throat and a earache and all that. I don't know where that came from. Probably my grandson. We kept him for a couple of days. (laughs) Yeah, them kids can make you sick. (laughs) That's what I call them little kids, (laughs) little germ carriers, man. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) They can make you sick, all right. Oh, yeah. I'll live. But uh, the fortunate thing is around here, we've, this weather has kind of protected the fish in a way. Right. We've, uh, it, it's been difficult for people to stack them up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not bunched up anywhere where they can be torn down. You, you've, got, you've got schools of fish in some off-the-wall places. And the the tide runners haven't showed up yet. I see people checking them down the channel all the time, and they'll they'll go here and go there, and I'm doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Check, 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 and then they take off and go into the lake or toward the jetties, or you know. And evidently that bite hasn't been that great. I saw oh about three boats going to the jetties yesterday. Within 30 minutes, they were back. So yeah, as, as far as trout, that's the way our uh, Galveston jetties and the Freeport jetties have been. There's not a lot of a lot of trout action yet, and that's that's kind of how you play it. You they start they start tearing them up on the jetties, and then you know you got some flow coming in. Yeah, I mean they it that storm was just too violent last night. I mean not for last, and it. Uh, it churned the Gulf up, and even though it got calm in, in shore, I'm sure it didn't get calm enough out there for the water to clear up. Yeah, there was there was and, some uh, high winds with those storms. I had like three rounds of them. Yeah. You know, instead of it being just a distinct front line and then, you know, pushing on through, it was moving so slow, and it you're getting a lot of that build up ahead of it. And uh, you just had like three phases of it. Pretty wild. A lot of a lot yeah. of people. I heard a lot of hail in certain areas too. Again, there's been a lot of hail this year. Yes, it has. Seems like. Yeah. But I I do know that uh, the bite on the North Levee Wall has been pretty consistent. If the wind is not blowing on it, if it calms down over there, they catch those fish. Right. And uh, pretty much, you know, sometimes they'll catch just undersized and sometimes they'll catch 16 to 18s you know and I'm get I'm on a site that's got some reports on it guys like to get on there and show their fish and uh, they're they're catching pretty pretty steady over there which is normal for this time of year April May if you get favorable wind uh, 
or it's calm over there, they'll they'll catch those fish. And the water seems to kind of clear up on that side pretty easy. It's kind of like opposite of coffee ground coal. Right. It's all deep water over there and rocks. So, you you know, a wind coming in on the rocks doesn't actually stir up the silt that much. It's seven to nine foot deep on that wall. Yeah, it is. And, uh, and that's, that's like a fish you know, highway, you know, the way it's dug out and you got that gut that just runs all the way up that levee, all the way north. All the way. Yeah, it's... Uh, that's a pretty that's a pretty unique place to fish, and the bank fishermen can can drive down the road and check their spots and shoot. It's pretty easy. <laughs> the only thing is walking on those big chunk rocks yeah. can really get you hurt. Yeah, it can. I that remember my mom fell stuff. on the rocks at the dike one time, and boy, it messed her up. Yeah, that's. Uh, I don't think I would want to do that. My balance is not that great. Um, I'd have to have well, a... Well, at our uh, age now, when you fall, I mean, yeah, you may not recover from it. It's, you know, there's, <laughs> it, yeah, takes, you might it not. takes longer to heal up. <laughs> and those old jagged rocks, if you... There's oh, no yeah. smooth spots on any of them, and if you, you trip and fall a little bit or lose your balance... Put slides down in one of them cracks, you break an ankle at least. Yeah, you'd end up like least. Tiger Woods. Yeah, I mean it just mess you all up. So yeah, you know I I leave that to the young guys. <laughs> if I don't have a boat, I think I just pass on it. But leave that and you do have to walk down there a little bit. You can't land your fish if you don't walk on those rocks. That's exactly just right. Just a little bit. <laughs> That's a, that's a heck of a mess, but they do catch fish there, really. I've seen days that they'd just be snatching them out. That's or a good my, structure. As my mama uh, used to say. You know, that water stays yeah. fairly clean all the time, even with the wind blowing into it. It uh, yep. stays pretty clean, it's, and it's great public access for everybody. I mean, oh, yeah. There's, there's miles and miles of shoreline to fish there. You can do it out of your car or your truck. Yep. Pretty convenient. Yeah, and the south levee is uh, sometimes just as good. Oh, yeah. But it doesn't get fished as much as the north levee. Uh, and I'm not real sure what that's about. Um, I, <laughs> I, seem to, I seem to do better when I'm fishing the north levee myself from a boat. Right. Uh, but I don't, I don't fish it that often. You know that um, one place up on the south levee you were talking about? You know, we we just called it the South Pocket. I don't know what to call anything over there, but you know where the rocks first begin, and you got the, like that little cove off that shore. Yeah, line? boy, I've caught yeah, some fish call up in there and South just Pocket. throwing top waters towards the bank and catching some gorillas out of there, man. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then they got that uh, they got that sunken barge out there in front of it. Yeah, and uh, that one's good, but I like the one way out deep towards Blue Bug. Farthest yeah. one out there. Yeah, that's the uh Well, that Louisiana. bottom out there, man, you'll have a six-foot ridge and with a nine-foot gut next to it, and then another one at seven. It's all those up and downs. Boy, those fish stack oh, yeah. up in there when that current's running, man. And that's solid oyster reef, hard as it can be. You let it go to the bottom there, just get you another jig head out, you're fixing to break up. 
right. Hey, how much lead do you think is on the bottom of that lake right there, man? Oh, good grief. <laughs> you can I've lost several thousand jig heads there. Yeah, I've lost several thousand jig heads myself. I bet you have. <laughs> Back when we used to dredge that a lot, you know. Isn't that crazy? That was crazy. I remember the first time and, uh, I came over there, we pulled in there by the causeway, and I was talking to a guy, and he said, oh, yeah, man, go back up there to the store and get you some uh, culprits. you got to have culprits, bass baits, you know, worms and big worms. <laughs> got to have tequila sunrise. He started naming all these colors off, and he said, put it on a three-ounce head, just throw it out behind the boat and just uh, hold your rod up, hold it tight, and just let it swim, and then big try to lead it. We thought he was crazy. We got out there and was watching everybody do that. I said, this is nuts. I've never seen anything like this. Well, that's, <laughs> that's the way they croaker fish over here now. When they're drifting reefs, just throw them out and drag them behind the boat, you know, behind your yeah. drift. Works just as good, I guess. Unreal, man. I, I just cracked yeah, up we, laughing. I, I couldn't stop laughing all day going, this is nuts. I've never fished like this. Oh, we even had a guy that put up a sail on his sail. That was the wiz that's the guy they called the wizard. That's what Shipley <laughs> and them called him. He'd have like ten rod holders on the side. Remember he had one of them big old uh ski barges, like a twenty seven yeah. footer or whatever, and it would drift real <laughs> fast. And <laughs> yeah. he'd make one drift and all those rods would go off and he'd reel them in and go to the dock. He had his limit in one drift. <laughs> The Shipley wizard, Shipley yeah. and Root and them called him the wizard. <laughs> oh man, that's a good name. Oh, that was so funny. Yeah, there you'd see that sail up out there. Uh, so that's crazy. But yeah, I guess it was just that many fish stacked in there, and it didn't it work was. quite as well if if you had no fresh water coming down. And I mean, it'd be dirty out there. You. Be chocolate so, milk, and you're nuking those fish in that filthy water. Yeah, just I guess they them. picked up the vibration, you know. Oh yeah, they could find it. They they do that. There was know, times though, you could drift through those fish, and you could actually feel your jig hitting fish in the back because you knew it was. That's off exactly the right. That's right. You had to control you, man. It should be. We and back then, you could bring Louisiana limits to Texas. Right. You know, if you caught them across the channel, and of course, people were drifting right out in front of those houses out there on the Texas side, and they'd still bring fifteen to the bank. Right. <laughs> there were so many boats out there; the game wardens just couldn't. Well, back then, when I first it. started fishing there, I think the limit was twenty-five, wasn't it? It was. That's a it lot was. of fish. Crazy. That's a lot of fish. That's way more than a you know, man. Them fish were stacked down there. That was right after the freeze in that 89 and 90 freeze, those two freezes we had, December and February. Mm -hmm. And those fish yep. were stacked in there like cordwood. And I mean some big fish, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, uh, there was vast schools of fish. And I, I'm not sure why that doesn't occur anymore. We do get the fresh water. You know, it'll it'll push down there once in a while, and it should stack them up, but the fish are not there. I just don't think and there's it, as many fish anymore as there was back then. I think then. that I mean, you're right about that. 
You know, I asked this when I was talking to him in the parking lot. I said, man, what about all that water up north in this lake? Nah, the fish don't go up there, man. Everything lives down here on this end. I said, you sure? Oh, yeah. And uh, Blaine and I went up there exploring one day. We thought we had died and gone to heaven. They said, and yeah. don't wade this lake. It's like quicksand on the bottom. People have gone and got out of their boats and never come back. You know, all that myth stuff. And <laughs> I said, boy, this is good wading bottom up here. This is like hard sand. Jeez. Oh, there's a lot of sand in Sabine Lake. Oh, there he is coming out of those rivers back there. It's good stuff. Man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah there's, there's plenty of sand. There's some good hard bottom. And there used to be, uh, before all those bad hurricanes, you had that hump out there in the mouth of the Natchez River. Oh, that big bar the out there. We used to wade that. Those mullet raft up on there by the millions. You could walk on them. They were so thick. You just throw topwaters through them, wading that, and just, it was, you better hold on. Oh, that was some giant That fish, was fun man. stuff. Yes, yeah, there was. was giant sharks out there, too. Yeah, well, I had a couple bar. of, uh, occurrences with some bulls one of them was in the winter i mean it was cold we had waders on and all bundled up and he was he was still up there that was like an that was almost christmas time i guess that river i guess so they're in there it's a wonder they don't eat more people i'm telling you people we'd uh we'd never get in the water that's uh you got a better (laughs) chance of a meteorite falling on you i guess <laughs> that's true but uh it's i don't know i think your theory about that is right i think the uh there's just not as many fish right now there there's a a lot of fish in a lot of places but they used to be thick out there yeah they did and when they got the nets out of the water in louisiana that that population just exploded. It did. And it was incredible. So the, the productivity of Sabine Lake is enormous. Well, and y'all are bouncing just, uh, back. Y'all have got a lot of uh, young fish. And uh, two and three years yeah. from now, we're going to be hearing some really big-time stories out of Sabine Lake again. You know, oh yeah. Unless we get another disastrous freeze or something, but uh, it stays. There are another bad flood. Yeah, your your nursery and your fisheries bouncing back really good over there. Well, we've see. got you know miles and miles of marsh, with yes. ditches and ponds, and all the way over to uh, Big Lake. Yeah, y'all got and, a great estuary. Oh yeah, and it's. Most of it's Federal Reserve or privately owned. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, some people do try to still dam off the duck ponds. Uh, but actually what right. that does is it lets the redfish raise in there. They'll trap a few reds in there, and they, they'll raise up uh, numbers of them. Yes. And when that levee finally washes out, it'll be a mecca for a while. <laughs> oh, man. Well, they come dumping out of that marsh pond on a falling tide, and it's like, whoo, get ready. All of them, <laughs> copper bags, too, pumpkins, man. They're just yeah. so, beautiful so fish pristine be and 16, beautiful with blue tail. Oh, man. 16 to 19 inch fish. <laughs> yeah. Table fair fish, everybody. <laughs> That's right. You and got they're legal. Right. 
All right, Chicken Bill. Fryers. Well, hey, I hope uh, you can get you a little weather wind today and uh, get out there and get you some more fish, bud. If somebody wants to call you about coming over to Samine, how do they get a hold of you? 409-673-9211. Ourfishsamenelake.com. Yes, sir. All right, Bill. I'll uh, work on the wind for you. But it's it's kind of <laughs> thank right you, buddy. Now. All right, brother. Bill, have a <laughs> good care. weekend. Nice talking to you. See you, man. All right, that's Captain Bill Watkins over at Sabine Lake. It's time for a break. You're listening to the Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, now let's run up to Lake Conroe and let's check in with the fish dude this morning. Richard, good morning. How are you, man? I'm always good, brother. How about yourself? I know you are, man. It's uh, never seen a guy like you before. It's always oh, well, that's, that's a good thing. That's a yes, good thing. Is. I like it. I do, Ain't too. Ain't no doubt. I just... I tell you what, them dang no crappie did pretty good yesterday for being after all them storms and everything. Yes, I saw you had some uh, nice crappie yesterday. Yeah, we it wasn't bad at all. I mean, it, like I was probably that dang lightning scared them too bad, but it, <laughs> they did all right. These fish get scared of that lightning up there. I mean, it's amazing how these fish are sometimes. Well, we when had it, plenty I, of it, didn't we? Boy, those storms you had some fire in them. Jeez. I'll tell you what, when I was pulling up to the lake yesterday, I was watching it going off, and I'm going, good night, that ain't right. <laughs> and then and I, you know, I kept looking, I said, it's going to blow out, it's going to blow out. So I, there, for a little while, I just had to sit in the truck, because the wind got to blowing some stuff, limbs falling out of trees and things like that. And I said, well, I'm just going to sit here a little bit, wait till, I get, wait till it settles down some. And sure enough, it settled down by about 7, by about 7 o'clock, a little after 7, it was pretty much clear skies. Right. So it was. That was a good thing. I liked it. That's what I was hoping for anyway. Just rain during the night, fish during the day. That's the best way to have it right there. And I mean, that yesterday, one of the weird things was it dropped. I don't know how much rain it dropped around here, but I was sitting under the bridge right here at Stowaway catching bait, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you, had a, you had a north wind blowing under there. Then it flipped to a south wind, but it had some, it had a current. The lake actually came up like two inches within 12 hours. Yeah. And it, it, uh, when I was sitting on that bridge, I'm throwing my cast net and it's going from one end of the boat to the other. And I'm thinking, dang, that's a lot of current in here already. 
Right. And I mean, it's like I was over in the Trinity River just chunking that net. I'm saying, dang it. And so then all of a sudden it flipped around and went the other way. I, that, that current was weird yesterday. I don't know if it was, it was uh, just all that water coming in so quick or, or what it was. But it, it pushed out and it pushed right back in. It was, it was just weird. Because, like I say, it was going one direction from north to south at one point, and then it went south to north the next. It's like, that's got, that's crazy. Uh, but that's all that. And that's, you know, it's like on them cropping, you know, I, I wasn't expecting them to do that good, but I figured they'd do all right, you know. And it's, you know, and that's not, that's not phenomenal, right? So, but with the water conditions we've had last, for the past month, mm-hmm. it's just, I consider it a great day yesterday because it's, I mean, the way that water keeps going up and down and muddy and clear and there's wind blowing north, south, east and west. And that, that's like yesterday, that wind kept changing directions. It's, it would blow from the south, then it go west. Then it go a little bit north, then it go back south, flip flip like southeast. And it, all morning long, it just kept doing that. And finally it settled in, got a little north wind in the evening. Too. But uh, it's a, it don't matter. I'll see how they act this morning, though. We're going to go out to some crappie and catfish today. So something's going to eat one way or another. We're going to get them chew on something. There ain't no doubt about that. They'll know. I'm just, you know they will. You know they will. They're hungry. They ain't, that's just, especially them dang old catfish. And that's, that's like the other day we, we were out, you know, and I, I got several several people that been in the boat with me after these cold fronts and stuff, and I've always told them how them catfish get hooked in the whisker after a cold front, and they, they start looking at them when they get get one of them in the boat, and that's a whisker hook. And I said, yep, just about every one of them is going to be that way. After these fronts, I'm, it's funny how they do that. I just, I've never ever figured that that out. Why you, why after a cold front, the majority of the catfish you'll catch are always going to be in a whisker, and it's I, that's just the strangest thing to me. I just, I don't know why it is, but you know, any other time they'll eat the whole thing. You catch them, you know, you catch them in the jawbone, you catch them up right. roof of the mouth, whatever, you know. But after a cold front, most majority of the time it's going to be in a whisker. And it just, I look at it and I, and I go, that's amazing. Yeah, I mean, that you can actually get some of them in by the whisker. Because mm-hmm. some of them are pretty dang good sized fish. And them, them whiskers are not very tough. So it just, yeah, it's just funny how, how it works sometimes. But as long as it works and they get in the boat and set out, I'm happy. There ain't no doubt about it. There is absolutely no doubt. And that's, that's another thing. I, I see people all the time, I need a net. No, you don't. Chuck him in the boat. Anything less than about six pounds, you can jerk them in the boat with thirty pound braid. Right. That's what I use. That's what I use on my on my spinning rods. <laughs> Got thirty pound braid on there, and then I, when I go catfishing, I just add a I add me a, a monofilament leader. That's all I do. Just put a cork under it and wait in a wait in a uh, barrel swivel, and hang up hang a uh, monofilament leader down there and chunk it out there. Still, you pulling them in on braid. As, like yesterday, we had one of them. I, I swore this thing was going to get off. We were sitting in a big old brush pile, and there was like four trees that were standing straight up. And it's, it, he, hooked, he hooked onto one about, I think it's about eight pounds or so. Nice, nice blue cat. That song going to get running around in them trees. I said, you going to get you in there. You ain't getting this one in. And he's on a, he's on a crappie hook too, right? So that, them little Aberdeen hooks, they straighten out pretty quick. Yeah, they do. Yeah. 
And I mean, he's sitting there playing tug of war with that fish in, the, in that treetop. I'm going, he's got you in the tree. He ain't coming out. Oh, he'll come out. He'll come out. He went to tugging on him. Sure enough, here he comes. And I'm going, yep, you made it. I couldn't believe you got him out of there because I, I went ahead and grabbed the net on that because I knew it was a good one. And uh, especially with that, that lighter line that I use on those crumping and everything. So I, I don't know. It's just fun. Get out there and see how everything acts and reacts to what you do and everything else. And then, then like on that, you know, when I'm out there scoping them like I, I was doing yesterday and stuff on those crumping. It's, it's fun to watch them, you know, because these little schools of hybrids keep moving through there. And I, it, they're little bitty fish. I mean, they're, I say little bitty, they're 12 inches long. And they they run through there, and, man, they, they get a crappie jig. It is wide open. <laughs> you, I mean, that's, they, they'll get to, they'll, you'll hit that thing, and here goes that drag. And they won't slow down. I mean, them, them little rascals just say, no matter what, they ain't going to slow down. They, they start off young, being aggressive. And they grow up being aggressive. I mean, them songs, and it's fun just to watch them on that scope as they come through. Because I'm sitting there looking at these trees, at these crappies swimming around, and these brim and everything. And every once in a while, I look down there and see a catfish crawling on the bottom, and maybe even a bass or something come through. And all of a sudden, you see this big wad of about 10 or 20 fish go just kind of zooming past where you're looking. And you go, dang, here's a bunch of hybrids. <laughs> and then the next thing you know, one of them hooks up. I got one. Yep. That's that sound never gets old to me. No. That sound of those spinning reels, ripping drag. That's, that, I love it. I love it. The redfish pull on it like that too. That's, yeah, that's the, old, the old loud drag on a mix master. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, boy. Whirly birds. I hear you. I hear you. Well, the mech beaters, boy, I'll tell you what they always Yeah, they always all the old them. terms for them. Let's see. Coffee grinder, egg beater, mix master, yeah, yeah. whirly birds. There, <laughs> yeah, no doubt. I'll tell you what, they've been called everything under the sun, but they're they're just as durable as they can be. You know, years ago when I first started fishing in bass tournaments, people made fun of me because that's what I brought. I, ne- I never knew until 1986, I never threw a bait cast and grill. Never knew how. Never even tried. Spinning reels. Mitchell 300s. That's what yeah, I threw. Yeah, I remember the old Mitchells. Yeah, those were those were pretty, pretty bulletproof. Well, for spinning rigs back then. Now right, they make right. a lot of good ones way better. Oh, yeah. I mean, back then, because they had them old aluminum cases on them, you know, and stuff like that. And they were, I mean, they were just tough as nails. You could, I mean, you could, you could literally throw them on the roads. And they'd pick them up and they'd be all right. Some of these newer ones, though, these not, not all of them, but some of these newer inferior spinning reels. You can turn them out there and they'll bust all up. Yeah. Uh, as soon as they hit the ground. So, I mean, it, but it's, you know, but, but a lot of them, I mean, like, I use those Revos all the time, whether it be a bait caster or a spinning reel. And that they are just, they're bulletproof to me. I mean, I just, if they, if something happens to them, turn port, put a drop of oil on, put it back together and they work just fine. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's just, you know, it just what gets me. Yeah. Cause I've gone through a whole bunch of different ones. And there's a lot of great reels out there. Don't get me wrong, but these these just for what I do, you know, they're just as, as durable as they can be. Because you know, every, I've got them in everybody's hands, and they, you know, they'll they're just it's just easy to maintain. So, and I'm one of the ones that don't maintain my reels. So, I tuck them in a box until they break. <laughs> That's the way I do it. If they break, I, I got to get get another one. Yeah. Yeah, or get Joy to fix them up for me. Oh goodness! But it's it's all good. No matter what, we're gonna have fun fishing. 
And I hope that, that today's supposed to be a nice day, too. And it's not bad right now. We've got 56 degrees out here. And it's, uh, I just need, just need to get that sun on up so we can go out there and start jerking on these rascals. And I'm ready. I'm now, always what's your ready. your wind to direction up there? Has got a little northeast in it or what? It's, it does have northeast in it. It's, I really can't tell how I'm sitting in the truck right now because I, I ain't been out there yet. I just pulled up to the right. But it's, uh, that blowing a little northeast, and I can't really tell how hard, and that's what I'm worried about. But I think I got enough to where I can get out there and, and mess with them and not get too bad. So I don't think it's blowing 20 miles an hour. That's the thing. I ain't looked at it, ain't felt it yet, so just got the truck come down here, fix and get out in it. Yeah, so, I'm looking up towards Conroe right now on fish weather, and it's, there's not much wind. What, what you yeah, have is kind of east or northeast. It's not too bad. Right. And it, a little breezy I mean, down here on the coast. but Yeah, y'all y'all settle down about midday, though. That's what yeah. is going to happen up here. You know, about midday, it'll settle down down there. And here, probably probably the next few hours, it'll settle down up here. You know, because it tails on, up, tails on through. Just like yesterday. I mean, I don't know how long that rain hung around on y'all down there. But, but it didn't hang around here long. You know, daylight, it was gone. So... Yeah, that was the, that was the best part about that. So it's all good, and they got about like a bass nation. I think it's a youth thing going on today. So they got they gonna have pretty good. Hopefully, they have a pretty good turnout. These these kids out here fishing, they typically do. Every time them the high schoolers get around, there's always quite a few. So and this is a bass nation deal instead of the, like the high school. Uh, tournament stuff. So, yeah, hold okay. every hold hold every set of rules, hold every hold every circuit and all that good stuff. So, it is what it is. Everybody's ready to go catch them green fish. I am too. I want to go. Yes, kill sir. Them. I hear you. So, all right, I, I, I run out of time already. That ain't right. Yeah, that way it went by fast, buddy. It. Uh... All right. You, you right, got man. a lot in. <laughs> you got... I hear you. All right. Well, I was looking for some more, but anyway, anyone can get in touch with me at 936 You can find me on Facebook. Just check out the Fish Dudes Guide Service. You can email me at admin at fishdudetx.com or just check out the webpage, fishdudetx.com. All right, Richard. Catch them up. Good luck today. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. All right. See you, man. All right. Let's run over to Matagorda now. Let's check in with Captain Charlie P. this morning. Mr. Paradoski, what's up? Morning. How are you? I'm good, buddy. You know me. I'm here. Yeah, buddy. I know it. I know well, it. That, uh, what did that weather do to the show yesterday? I couldn't pick it up. Well, there was a lot of people saying they couldn't on 610, but it was on everybody that was listening on HD on FM 100.3 HD three. We're getting it good. And then, you know, most listeners use the Odyssey app on their phones and their trucks, you know, yeah. Bluetooth. But, uh, I don't know. I screenshotted all the messages I got about, you know, the AM side and, uh, sent them to my boss. And I don't, well, we'll just see what happened because, you know, Jake and I were getting no alarms. I mean, usually when you're off air, it'll tell you, you know, you get a, an alarm. And uh, yeah. it was showing we were on air, but most people said all they heard was static. So That's all I got. But anyway, that was a heck of a storm that came through. Ooh. Yeah, and I don't know whether it was heading, you know, relation to that or what, but we were definitely on air. Yeah. 
Well, we were, but we weren't. <laughs> if that makes yeah, any sense, <laughs> it does. I got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah I fished yesterday morning after that. Uh, I came through and, and uh, I didn't expect much and ended up having a good topwater bite. Yeah. And um, then that wind picked up and kind of messed things up. But. Uh, and then after we came in, it calmed down. It was a beautiful afternoon. It was. It was a beautiful afternoon. It, uh, all that hard wind they called for didn't show up. Yeah. But it's back this morning. It is back. Yes. Hmm. Yeah, we got a little yeah. breeze out there this morning, bud. But what are they calling for for tomorrow? My my phone keeps saying there's something else coming in for tomorrow. Yeah, we got about a forty percent chance of rain tomorrow, and uh, then none on Monday, and then a seventy percent on Tuesday. Hmm. So I think all this is going to be coming from the south and southwest. I got you. Some kind of low thing. Yeah. Well, typical for this time of year. Up and it down, is. up and down. It's a roller coaster. Yeah. Been like that for a while now, too. Just fish, so. your, fish your windows between wind switches and rainstorms and everything else. Just stay on go. Pop out when it's right. Yeah. That's what we're trying to do. It's hard sometimes, but that's what we're trying to do. But uh, that storm that came through, man, it was a lightning show around here. Boy, it had some fire in it. Man, oh, man. Uh, were there any tornadoes out of that anywhere? I didn't see any around here. You know, there was some hail in certain areas, but uh, well, there was a lot of wind in those storms and a lot of lightning. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't expect those fish to bite at all yesterday morning, and, and they did. It was decent. And uh, an empty bay, nobody out there either. Understandable. They didn't go out, they didn't go out until yesterday afternoon. But mm -hmm. We'll see what happens today. We've got to do it again today. I think James did pretty good yesterday afternoon. He went out behind all that and... Uh... He sent me a picture of a real nice fish he caught on top water, bone top water. I can't tell what it is. Top water's kind of blocked out in the picture. It looks like a skitter walk to me. Bone one. Rusty I hooks. Think we... <laughs> yeah. That fish will have a got... jaw for about a week after he released it. Rusty hooks. <laughs> yep. I think uh, I was throwing a one knocker, one of them throwing a pink scooter walker, and, and the other one a baby spook. Didn't make any difference. Just yeah. had a pretty good little bite, right place at the right time, I think. Mm -hmm. They weren't everywhere. The water was pretty messed up. But it's another day today. We'll see what happens. I wasn't able to watch those Astros. How'd they do last night? They uh, got off to kind of a rocky start, 
And, uh, well, they got started off good. They scored a run in the first, then they gave up four runs in the first, the bottom of the first. But uh, that young pitcher settled down, and and uh, Astros came back. They won it 6-4. to four. Oh, good. I think they came back and tied it up in the seventh. It went 4-4, four to four, and then, then they ended up winning the game 6-4. to four. Yeah. On those hot Atlanta Braves. In their stadium. That's good. We're 10 and 10 now. We're playing 500 ball. Right where we are this time of year. Yeah, it's. We hadn't even got that machine rolling yet. Yeah. I think Uncle Mike's going to play in Sugarland this weekend in his rehab. We'll get Brantley back and get Al Tubi healthy. But hey, he needs to take all the time he wants healing up because uh, Dubon, <laughs> man, he's batting 348. Five hundred. He did good road. again. He yeah, did good he, again yesterday, huh? I'll never say a bad thing about that boy again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's a totally different. Uh, well, that just shows you if you get uh, you get enough at bats, you know, to get used to big league pitching. You're he's in the zone right now. He's treed. He's he's got it going yeah. on. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Leave it alone. He probably just needed a break, and he's getting that break to play a lot. Hey, that's Showing not the same player I watched play ball last year. Man, what a what a turnaround! Well, we'll take. He it. was on a hell of a he was on a hell of a team last year, and he had to sit back and and watch more than he could. Yeah, well, maybe you learned something so. from that. Heck yeah! Heck yeah! I, I think Jordan got a hold of another one last night. Mm. He hit another one, so. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.